salt and light. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. I'm Bonnie. And this is Janice. And so we just want to thank you again for tuning in. And also, again, before we get started, we just want to remind you um, to please follow us on Instagram at Salt and Light Podcast with an S at the end. And also, you can always send us an email for either just a prayer request or just a comment at saltandlight1111 at gmail.com. Um, and also, before we also get started, we just uh-huh. always want to let you know that, again, we are not doctors, we're not, you know, quote unquote professionals, but just, you know, speaking about more like a conversational piece. So please, you know, we just always want to encourage you to make sure that you read the word of God for yourself and you always pray with the spirit to guide you. Um, so let's just jump right into it. So for today's podcast, for today's episode, we're going to be talking about how God makes a way out especially when there seems like there is no way. And I know that I've had those situations. I know Janice has mm-hmm. had those situations. And I know that pretty much, I be, it could be safe to say that pretty much all of us have had those situations where you kind of just feel like you're kind of stuck. And or in that situation right now, you're probably in that situation, especially yeah. like with everything going on in the world. Like, how can you not? Exactly. Right. So, um, from a verse I have for, from First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. And it says on that verse, it says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, listen to this, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So I think it's pretty awesome that God, and of course, throughout the whole Bible, how he always reminds us mm-hmm. that he is powerful. He is faithful. We may not be faithful, but he yeah. is faithful. And when he sees a problem or when he already knows, obviously a problem that's going to occur in your life, he already has the solution. And we may sit here and we worry and we stress out and we lose sleep over it again, but he always has a way out. And one of the stories, um, again, there's, there's many, but one I think connect to this is the story of Moses. Um, you know, Moses, he, he led the Israelites out of Egypt, out of slavery, and he did complete that job. Um, and so Pharaoh, as we know, you know, he, he had a hard heart and God has sent many plagues before Pharaoh finally said, okay, you know, let them be free, Moses, you could take them. And so Moses did. Um, but then they came up to the Red Sea. And so they needed to at this point, Pharaoh was coming behind them, trying, mm-hmm. to, trying to get the slaves back there or standing there, should I say, worried, like, oh, my gosh, how are we going to get through? We have the Red Sea right in front of us. Yeah. How are we going to get through this? And again, of course, what does God do? Being as miraculous as he is, he splits the Red Sea for them. Well, um, and before Jen- that, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I was going to say if you wanted to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why. I- so you know, before he did that, you know, the Israelites were complaining. They complained a lot. And I can, I, (laughs) yes, but that's what I was going to say. I can relate because I be complaining a lot. Like God can bless me with something, but then I'm like, 
oh, but now I got to take care of it. I got to, <laughs> you know, oh, all right, no. thank you, God. But then now I got to do this with it. I got to make sure I take care of it. And, you right. know, like, God blessed me with a house. And then I'm like, I'm talking about getting a housekeeper because I'm like, I can't. Like, I just. Oh, my God. It's yeah. Just... I know. I know, Bonnie. I know. I, I, I know. I want a housekeeper. But, you know, but anyway, they, they were complaining a lot. So when they were there, mm-hmm. when they heard the army of Pharaoh coming after them, imagine they were you know, stuck between Pharaoh and his army and the Red Sea, right. um, they, they started, you know, complaining, why did you even, you know... Take us out. Exactly, take us <laughs> out. What, mm-hmm. You just took us out so that we can die in the wilderness? It would have been right. better for us to serve the Egyptians. That's what it actually right. says in Exodus uh, chapter, chapter 14, 14. starting mm-hmm. in verse 12. And then Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Take Mm. your stand, be firm and confident and undismayed and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For those Egyptians whom you have seen today, you will never see Mm. again. The Lord will fight for you while you only need to keep silent and remain calm. Mm. That says a lot. And then one the last verse I want to say, then we could talk about it, which I find the most interesting and kind of like humorous in a way because i i can relate the lord said to moses why do you cry to me tell the sons of israel to move forward so Mm. it's kind of like okay so they're crying but move forward i'm like god move forward where is the red sea where you want me to go like what you (laughs) what you mean you want me to start swimming what what should we do should we just go and build a boat out of nowhere like what should we should we do the 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 back what is it called the back the The back back float what is back flip what are you no. about? <laughs> Backflip in the rest of the match. <laughs> They're like, everybody start backflipping in the rest of the Oh, the, 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 the backstroke, you know, like when you're floating on oh. your back. <laughs> imagine, so you just see all the people like, what the? Backflipping from rocks. Like, just imagine. Oh my God. But it's, it's like, well, you know, it's saying, God is going to fight for you. He took you out of a situation. Why exactly. would he take you out of a situation to just see you now die or to bring you back to Egypt? Right. Like God is saying, keep silent and remain calm. And it's funny because the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? He's, he's pretty much like saying, what, you you don't trust me? Why are you crying like, to me? You don't me? have why? faith in me? Yeah. Exactly. You don't have faith? Like, what are you crying to me for? Like, I'm with mm-hmm. you. You see that I'm with you? Go forward. Like, stop, stop right. the... What they, what they say in Spanish, the boberia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> stop, stop the garbage already. Keep keep going. Stop crying. Yeah. And, and, and you, well, Bonnie, you have to give your example too, but this has happened to me where God, you know, he, he doesn't always just speak in like, oh, lovely terms. Like, oh, you're so great. And you're so, sometimes he got to give you a little kick in the butt. And mm-hmm. I remember once I was like down about something, you know, when I was going through the dark, ages of my my depression Mm -hmm. and I remember something had gotten me down and I already immediately I just turned to to caca like I was like I know (laughs) I can't deal I I told you the the novella Guadalupe (laughs) exactly that was just me I threw myself on the bed and I was gonna start crying and I heard the Holy Spirit say get up and take a walk yeah Mm-hmm. and it's kind of like and I was like oh like geez man what I can't get no comfort <laughs> you know but it, but it's true it's like kind of like 
stop stop it already stop Knock it already it yeah you know what it is it's because god already knows the problem before we know the problem he, like it mm-hmm. nothing is a surprise to him so when the problem comes we're all like in a chaos and and oh my gosh i didn't know this was gonna happen and what do i do now and you know this and that but god already since he already knew the problem was there he already has the solution and instead of trusting him because we just we do sometimes we really do have a hard time trusting that you know he's gonna he's gonna help us or he's gonna walk us through it or he's gonna take the situation away whatever he decides to do at that time or in that season and we mm-hmm. kind of just, and then we, and you know what? And then we kind of forget yeah, all the times that he got us through things. And sometimes yeah. that's why sometimes it's good, especially when you're going through something to just sit there and just look back at your life and just say, wow, you know what? God took me through this. God got me through this. And at a point where I thought I was going to die, yeah, maybe even literally, maybe yeah. even sometimes literally people really thought that they were going to die. Like literally physically going to die. I literally thought I was physically going to die. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, or, or something was happening or even maybe not to you, but maybe even you could think back to maybe, um, you know, a family member or a close friend, maybe, you know, how they went through something mm-hmm. horrible or just sad or traumatic mm-hmm. and how God brought them through that. So, you know, that's why there's called testimony. That's why, you know, God does allow us to go through things. It's not to harm us. It's not to, you know, make us suffer. Um, I mean, yes, sometimes we do bring on our own consequences in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but even through that, even through that, you know, number one, God usually always warns us, right? Yeah. In that situation, he does. He, he always warns us. Um, and even through that, you know, even if we do bring on a situation on our own and now we have a consequence from that, and if we repent and we ask God for help and we're sorry, you know, truly sorry, he, even through that, even through our own mistake, yeah. he will get us through yeah and that's just how great he is yeah and, that, and that's that's true and and it, i think a lot mm-hmm. of the times is for me like even now is like you look at things and you're like okay i know god's promises you know mm-hmm. god has promised us so many things in the word he's mm-hmm. promised us things you know maybe through you know like he's told us something and like i'm gonna get you through and i know from my personal experience with something i'm going through god has told me a couple times like you're gonna make it Yes. And, and it's going to be a blessing and you're going to have this and that. Yeah, yep. I'm still like, you know, but I'm still like, but are you, are you though? Yeah. Are you though? <laughs> Did you forget? Like, you're trying to like knock on God's door, like, um, hello, like it's been yeah. a while. Yep. You know, you've taken a while. And, you know, and I heard this YouTube from, it's, it's called Better Together, right? Bonnie? Yes, I think it's Better Together cool. TV. Yep. Better Together, which um, I really like, it's all women. And I was listening to a YouTube yesterday and she was like, oh, what do you do when you feel like God has been, you know, silent? It's not that God is silent, but he already told you. Yeah. You know, he already told you what he was going to do. He already told you. So he wants you to stand firm on his promises and to trust him, you know, that he is going to make a way and not get caught up. Oh, well, it's been this amount of time. And for me, I'm like, I don't know how. I have Mm. no idea God is going to how he's going to make a way. Yep. I have no idea. And for a while, and I kind of go back and forth, which is not good, but I'm kind of like, no, it can't be. Like, how, God, how are you going to make a way? How are you going to make a way? Instead of just trusting that God is going to make a way. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. and we waste a lot of our time to, instead of, like Joyce Meyer says, enjoying your everyday life, mm-hmm. um, you know, instead of just enjoying our life, 
And yeah. once God speaks a word over us, we should mm-hmm. just be like, okay, you know what? God said that he got it. And God said that he's going to do this X, Y, and Z. You know what? Let me enjoy or try to enjoy every day yeah. instead of just sitting here and wallowing and being depressed and feeling sorry for myself. Because then when he gets you to that promise, like he said he was, then yeah. you're going to look back and you're going to be like, oh my God, I wasted all that time. Yeah. And I could have just been sitting here doing so many other things, enjoying myself And instead, I just wasted time. And that's what the enemy likes for us to do. He likes for us to waste our time. He likes to steal Mm -hmm. our joy, right? Mm -hmm. Our hope. If he can't hurt you physically, he -hmm. will steal whatever else that God has given you, which is joy, peace, hope. So he's going to steal that. And he's going to make you zero in on the situation Mm -hmm. that's going on. And then, of course, that's going to make you even more depressed because you're just focusing yeah. So on that, um, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, my, my daughter, you know, with the whole homeschool thing, this just came to my mind as an example, you know, she, her first spelling test, like through the, on the computer, you know, homeschool, she was so nervous, like so nervous, like she, her legs started shaking. She actually started crying. Oh, wow. yeah and I was like oh my god and I had to like sit there and help her and I told the teacher I mean the teacher spoke afterwards and she was like oh no you know it's probably just because like you know this is like new to her she you know tell her it's fine this and that so she was so super nervous okay and but now it's like whatever she just does you know she does the test Mm -hmm. she does it she doesn't get nervous anymore but again it's because you know she she didn't look forward. She didn't see forward and say, you know what? I'm going to be all right. Yeah. I'm fine. She just. She was looking at the obstacle or something yeah, that she's that never she done like, before. Oh my God. Oh my God. But see, but now how maybe she, I mean, I don't know if she has, but me, her or how me, like me looking back mm-hmm. uh, how she reacted that first time, like, oh my God, like freaking out. And now yeah. she just, spelling test. she just goes up to her room. You know, they do it over the computer and that's yeah. it. Like, she's fine. she's like, okay, I'm done with my test. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, but happened like you were so nervous and you were so worried yeah but now you're fine so that's yeah. how we are like we get so freaked out when we're unsure of something or something new or something you know um unexpected but then it's like god and, and just it, brings us through it yeah and it's always for nothing like you know my dark ages i lost so much weight yeah i was like sickly and even now i gave myself an ulcer and i think it's because of stress yeah you know just stressing out and um I, you know, and so what I realized the past couple of days is that the reason why I'm stressing out mm-hmm. so much is because I'm, my eyes aren't fixated on Jesus. Right. I'm fixated mm-hmm. on the problems. I'm fixating wow. on how long I'm fixated on when is it going to happen or how is it going to happen and fixated on all these things that need to change, mm-hmm. but my eyes aren't fixated on Jesus. And that's the problem because when your eyes are fixated on Jesus, you have that joy, you have that peace, exactly. you have that hope. But when you're stuck on the enemy wants you to be stuck on the situation. Yes. When you're stuck on the situation, you you feel hopeless. You don't yep. want to pray because you you're starting not to even believe what God told you. And and don't think that God has to come down and tell you like it whisper in your ear, "Hey, this is going to happen." No, like God's promises, read his word. Yep. His word, that's that those are his promises. Yep. And um, even when you don't want to pray, just read the word, just read those promises over your life, you know. And and one of the scriptures that I really like um is first Peter 5:10. And it says, after you have suffered a little while, because mm. you know, it doesn't say that you're never gonna suffer, right. but it says, The God of all grace 
who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself, so himself, he will restore you. He will confirm things to you. So it says restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. So not Mm. only will he restore all those things that you have maybe have lost, all that time you have lost or you feel like you have lost, but God is a God of reward. He's a God of restoration. And when he restores something or when he comes through for you, it's not just like a regular, oh, yeah, I got what I what I wanted or what I prayed for. No, it's always so much better it is. than you could have ever imagined. And for God himself to do that for us, to restore us, to confirm things to us, to strengthen us and establish us. So establish, like have us set. You know, like we're immovable. We can't be moved. I think that's like amazing that God even wants to do that for us. Yeah. And you're right. Um, You know, God doesn't promise to take away uh, all of our temptations or Mm -hmm. all of our problems, but he does say that he will always give us a way out and he will always give us the strength to bear it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when Jesus ascended in heaven, he said that, you know, because they were worried like, Jesus, where are you going to go? What are we going to do now? But he said, don't worry you know, I'm going to send a helper, which is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our helper. You know, he helps us. He gives us discernment and God gives us the grace, you know, Mm -hmm. like he did with Paul. And here in second Corinthians chapter 12, verse nine, it says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boost all the more godly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest. And so in that verse, um well what's grace you know, bonnie first like maybe people don't know like what grace means because sometimes i forget what it means grace, like, grace? Um, actually under the christian definition of it it means unmerited favor of god so, so it's, it's unearned right unearned we can't earn it there's nothing again it goes back to if you want to check out our episode religion versus relationship mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with earning god's grace god's grace is already there he died for us on the cross we are mm-hmm. to come as we are but he will change us after we come as we are um so there's nothing that we can do to earn god's love god's favor god's grace it's already there it's a free it's a free gift it is a free gift it it's is a free like- but again the enemy always wants to make us seem like we got to work for it like yeah you gotta work hard for this and meanwhile god is like i i already did it like it's already yeah. paid up all you gotta do is come even if you come all jacked up all messed up all mm-hmm. you know whatever your problems don't worry about that just come and then after once the holy spirit is inside of you then you will change or he will yeah. change you um and so even there, with change sorry about right. no even with change, like I, I've noticed that, you know, from Arrogance and Proud, our episode all the way back then, I still notice that the enemy tries to condemn me and make me feel like I'm unworthy of God saving me or mm. unworthy of God making a way mm. for me and in the situation that I've been praying and and uh, the YouTube thing, the same YouTube grace, what is it called? Better Together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her name is Stephanie. Think of Stephanie. Stephanie Ike. Uh, Stephanie Ike. Yeah, she was I talking. Believe. Yeah, she was yeah. talking about, and she was saying, she was mentioning, she was like, you know, when you come with a contrite, so a repentant heart, and you right. really want God to change you, and you ask God for forgiveness, He forgave you already. So it's kind of like I keep bringing it up, like, oh God, but I'm this, or I haven't changed the way that I wanted to, or I haven't seen all the fruit that I want to see. So maybe you're not going to help me because of this because you're still working on me and god is like 
I, I was helping you when you were partying and you were doing all these crazy things. And you were make it clap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, body! I just had a, I just had a crazy little visual. <laughs> That's my guess. I saw like a visual. <laughs> exactly, like. I don't want to say that about me. We have family members right. here listening or talking about making a club. Right. In a club. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. Let's, let's just be real, you know? Yeah. Because I think, I think, and this is like probably, again, not even related to what we're talking about, but mm-hmm. again, this, this came to my mind. You know, again, I think people think like, oh, Christians think they're better. Christians think they're perfect. Christians think that, oh, what? You know, mm-hmm. uh, you don't they don't do anything oh this and that no like we sinned we were sinners we did you know whatever it was in the world but again when you when god reveals the truth to you and when you realize god's mercy on your life and how he spared your life how he's protected you even when you were in the world it's just a whole different ball yeah so again it's not that you know this is real this is real this is you know, like she said, you know, <laughs> going to the club and doing this and doing that, like you live that life, you know? And so you could, in other words, you could relate to other people who, like you had mentioned before in the other episodes, how you used to come to church hang- hungover and yeah. stuff like that. Real life, yeah. you know, this is real life. This is the things that used to happen. But now mm-hmm. when you're in Christ, you are a new creature and you are worthy yeah. of God being away, right. you know? He, he, he already made that way. It's just now you just got to trust it. Right. You just got to trust it and you just got to just keep going. Like he told the Israelites yep. and, and, and Moses keep going, keep walking. Don't look back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like who was it? Sarah who turned into a pillar of salt. Oh yeah. No. Uh, what, was her name? What's, what was her name? I don't know. It was Lot's wife. I forgot her name. Yeah. So, um, you know, don't look back, Yeah. you know, just keep walking forward, keep going. So yeah. you are worthy. We all, we all, if you're walking with Christ, you know, we're all are worthy of Christ. Yeah. And love. even, even the, the sinner, like when you come with a of repentant course. heart again, like mm-hmm. God is going to forgive you and you are made new, you're new. So, and, and it goes to show, like Bonnie was saying, you know, as Christians, people get the mm-hmm. idea, oh, they're perfect. They do everything perfect. Look, I, I'm still struggling with my walk with God. And this is one of the main reasons why we wanted to do this podcast to show that it's a constant it, like we're constantly growing, we're constantly learning. And, and I feel like for me, it's a, a learning season for me to trust in God, right. you know, to trust in him. And like God said, like, why are you, why are you crying? The Lord said, why are you crying out to me? Tell them to yeah. go forward, tell them mm-hmm. to keep going. And that's what God wants. He wants us, even though we see the red sea in front of us, we see a sea. Right. We're like, what, what, what do you mean go forward? He still wants to take us that, take that step. Take that step exactly. and watch, watch what God does when you take that step. And it's a step of faith. It's a step exactly. of courage. It's a step of belief that even though God is, you know, you see a sea and you're like, all right, I don't got no boat, but God wants to see, are you going to trust me? Are you exactly. going to take that step and trust me? And that's why, you know, that's such a big thing. Like we have to learn. And obviously I'm still learning how to trust in God and um one other scripture that I really like that I've been reading like every day um is Isaiah chapter 35 just that whole chapter is not a long chapter I'm not going to read it um but one 
one so basically in chapter 35 you know god is saying you know that you know the desert so picture a desert you know las vegas or whatever Bye. that's the only desert i know it's las vegas <laughs> <laughs> that's the I just pictured billboards and casinos when you said Las Vegas. <laughs> well, not that part. I mean, <laughs> well, there's another part. I don't know what part it's called, but there's a desert somewhere, somewhere there. And <laughs> and you know, in this chapter, God is saying, you know, uh, the desert will shout in exultation. So, like, basically, shout with joy and blossom and rejoice with joy and singing. And it says, um, I'm just going to read because I don't want to read the whole thing, but Isaiah 35, uh, 6, um, it says, the lame will leap like a deer and the tongue of the mute will shout for joy for waters mm. will break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert and the burning mm. sand will become a pool and the thirsty ground springs of water. And just please read the whole thing because that's, it's like, it was just like amazing to me because I picture like, where a lot of people you're in situations right now you don't know what's gonna happen you're waiting on god to fulfill something and you feel like you are in a desert you feel like there's no way out it's just all you see i picture like just sand and like dust like oh and the, yeah and a cactus and, oh and a little thing yeah the little cactus the, the ready to break you and, and all that stuff <laughs> and you're just like in a desert you don't see anything else but sand and desert that's all you see and what god is saying here that he will make a stream in the desert. And that's mm. like amazing to me because there's no stream in the desert. It's just right. sand or whatever it is, dirt. I don't know, you know? <laughs> and so it's like, we look at the impossible. There's no way that there will be a stream in a desert, but with us, it's, it's impossible with God. There's nothing impossible for God, nothing. And I think we forget nothing. that. That God is like, he can do anything in a, in a second, you know? Of course. So yep. I just I just love, please read Isaiah 35. I, it has given me so much encouragement um, to remember God's promises, to remember, like Bonnie said, everything that he has done. And to know that even in a desert, God is going to make a way. He will make a way. And again, it's just like, um, you know, again, Paul, when he asked God to remove the thorn from his side, we don't know mm -hmm. exactly what that thorn is or was. Um, but for some reason, God said, no, my grace is sufficient enough for you. So mm -hmm. meaning he got he got Paul through that. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, he didn't remove it, because, again, sometimes God doesn't remove our situations, even though we want him to. But sometimes he doesn't remove it for a reason. And I, I would say most of the time, um, it's either to learn a lesson, of course, and to for two, um, or maybe it should be the first mm -hmm. one, to trust in him, to learn to trust in him and to rely on him. Because see, as if God always removes our situations, yeah. all of them, yeah. so quickly, we would never learn, we would never grow. We would, And also we would never learn to trust on God and God, and we would never learn to rely on God. And also, you know, we spoke about Moses and the Red Sea, and God making a way for that. Um, and and again, there's, you know, many stories in the Bible that talks about that, you know, but also just like Joshua, you know, with uh, Jericho, you know, how he, um, the, he, he escaped the searchers in Jericho and God used Rahab, uh, which she was a prostitute to hide Joshua. And I believe, um, you know, his army in her house. And so God protected Joshua. God also protected Rahab and her family. 
um, when God allowed or, or helped Joshua to get into the city of Jericho because the city of Jericho had a, a, a wall around it. And so um, when Joshua had to, you know, go in there and try to destroy the city, he came and, you know, of course, there goes the wall. It's a big wall. And they're probably thinking, you know, how are we going to get through this? Mm-hmm. How are we going to get over this wall? Again, as usual, mm-hmm. God made a thing. God told them uh, for six or seven days to, seven. to uh, how do you say, go around Yeah, to basically march around. But not just, around, not just march, but to, I believe, <clears throat> please look at it, but I believe to, to like uh, shout for joy, like sing. Yes, and also play mm-hmm. the uh, ram's horn. I believe, or I believe that was on the seventh on day. On the seventh day, um, I, I think, think they, they blew yeah. the ram horn. Yeah. yeah, on the seventh. Um, and then, so on the seventh day, it crumbled down. And so then, you know, then they were able to go in there and they burned the whole city, you know, and they destroyed everything except for Rahab and her family because, you know, she helped God's people. She protected them. But again, that also just shows us on how, you know, God always makes a way. God will, you know, help us walk right through. And how it. we have to trust and him that first. Is, That's what it really is showing. Yeah. We always gotta trust in him. He's always gonna make a path. He's always gonna come just in the nick of time. And he will give us everything that we need. You know, and, and again he always supplies us with all of our needs and he always will qualify us. Even though we don't feel qualified. Yeah. Maybe we feel, you know, like Janice said hopeless or weak yeah. uh to fight this battle, whatever battle that you're in, whether it's big or small. But God already well, what's you. A, he already what's the way that, that God made a stream mm. in the desert for you? Like, what was an example where you thought there was no way that this was ever going to happen and you were starting to get frustrated maybe and God came through? I know there's a um, lot. A f- yeah, I was going to say there's a few things. Uh, a few things. Um, one. But one of them I would say would be, you know, um, my marriage, you know, I would say like in the beginning, um, again, I think it was just cause we were young and, you know, you know, we had like, we started having kids and just learning to do everything together. Um, it was, it was rough there for a little bit, you know, for a while. And there was a lot of times where I thought like, you know, is this even going to work? Probably thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but God kept telling me, and showing me too, I won't, get it. I spoke about it with Janice, but beautiful things, you know, that he showed me mm-hmm. and told me, you know, to basically hang in there and mm-hmm. that he, he had it under control. And so now, you know, our marriage is a whole lot better, mm-hmm. whole, whole lot better. I mean, it's like Joyce Meyer says, it's not always where, you know, where, where we should be, but it's not where we used to be right, for right. sure. So it's a hundred times better. And I give all the glory to God. And then I look back and I'm like, man, you know, if I were to give up at that point, yeah, not, you know, just thinking like, oh, there's no hope, there's no nothing, oh, this is never going to work, and all this stuff, and and not listening to what God was telling me, and if I and if I just took it upon my own self because of what I felt, yeah, you know, we would have never been blessed, you know, the way that we are. Not to say that you know it's perfect or yeah. we're never going to have problems or anything like that, but you know, it it did help me to trust in God. And there was a lot of situations too in my life that helped me to trust in God, or even just like, you know, um, you know, like I spoke about my depression or, you know, when I became a mom and then especially when we had, uh, you know, all three at that point, you know, and they were all little and I just, it was just a lot. It was a lot of stress. I didn't think I was going to get through it. Mm -hmm. Um, but here I am, you know, and I look back like, wow, you know, like God got me through, 
a lot of stuff. A lot of times where I thought, man, I'm alone. I feel like I'm never going to get through this. I'm tired. I'm stressed. Nobody understands me and everything. But God got me through. Yeah. And and so like, you know, this will probably be like our shortest podcast ever. I know, right? Congratulations. (laughs) But I just wanted to mention before we wrap up that, you know, like how, how do we, I guess, not feel like we're in complete despair or like it's never going to happen? Like what should we be doing? And I know for me, I, I tend to, it's my fault. I tend to listen to the enemy and all the lies that he tells me sometimes, you uh-huh. know, especially when it just sounds like myself and you just like living day in and day out with a problem. And you're like, Oh my gosh, right. like when is this going to change? Right. But I've seen just in the past couple of days that when I'm making a intentional effort to spend uh-huh. time with God, I have mm-hmm. noticed and no lie, like just surrounding myself with different things. Like even if I'm working, listening to music or listening to a podcast. Hello, listen to our podcast, guys. Um, <laughs> that was good. You slipped it in there. Thank you you slipped it, it in there. <laughs> but, um, you know, listening to a podcast, you know, Charles Stanley, Joyce Meyer, uh, you know, so many different podcasts or just putting music um praying, you know, before the day even starts, you know, before you start right. working, all this stuff. I noticed just in, I think it's just been like two days that I've, I've felt the strength, you know, Mm. and it says, you know, the joy of the Lord is, is my strength strength. and how I interpret that. Okay. Now the dog must be crunching on a freaking bottle right now. Right. Um, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I I rebuke my dogs, but 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 what I wanted to say about that is that I, you know, how I interpret that, you know, like for me, it's the joy of knowing who God is. And and that in itself, like knowing that I am serving the creator, I'm serving the Alpha and the Omega, I'm serving the Lord of Lords, I'm serving a God who will never, ever fail, that he sticks closer than a brother, that, you know, all these promises that we see in the Bible. And when I think of that, that gives me joy. And from yes. that, I feel strengthened in my like yeah. in my physical body. And I'm like, why am I worrying? I could take on the day. Like the enemy has nothing on me. You know, God said exactly. that we're gonna be able to trample on serpents. We have all the power, we have the authority to declare God's promises over our life. And when I just started fixating myself on my relationship with God, all those things, yeah, they're still there, but I still have that joy. Right. That nothing, nobody can take away. And I'm like, yes, things still happen. I get annoyed, you know, with whatever, the dogs or whatever. But I'm like, <laughs> all right, I could, I could still, I'll make it through this day. Because God gives you everything you need a day at a time. Take it exactly. a day at a time. Don't think, oh, a week from now, oh, but what am I going to do? And I do that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be here another year. Oh, my God, Jesus, please. <laughs> you know, but it's like God provides the grace for each mm-hmm. day, not a day yes. in ahead uh, in advance, not two days in advance. Every day has its own amount of grace that God will give to you to help you get through whatever it is that you're going through. For sure. Yep. And I would just completely agree on that and just make sure that you, you know, again, 
surround yourself too. It's also important to also surround yourself with uh, like-minded people, people mm-hmm. of faith, because you can't do this walk alone. It yeah. is hard. It's difficult only because not because, uh, you know, God isn't powerful enough, but because we, we, even though we're not of this world, but we do live in this world. Mm-hmm. And so if you are walking alone with this faith, thinking that you could just get through it alone, um, it's going to be very hard for you because this world has a lot of, you know, temptations and they're going to try to tell you that you're crazy or, you know, um, you know, what you believe is nonsense or whatever the case. So that's why it's important to have somebody there, you know, at least one, two, maybe three friends or even people in your family who are like-minded people who also believe in Christ. Um, So that way when you're down, they could pray for you and vice yeah. versa. And I think we've spoken about this before. So it's also important to have somebody that you could, you know, call that you could talk to that you could pray with. And also, yes, definitely read the word. It's very important yeah. every day to read the word of God. It is just food for your soul. Yeah. It feeds you, mm-hmm. you know, pray. And again, prayer, you don't have to lock yourself in a room. I mean, Hey, if that's what you want to do mm-hmm. and some music and dressing way I don't know but crawl behind the closet like I do sometimes (laughs) under your clothes you know you don't gotta do all that um it's just a simple conversation with God you know God already knows your problems be honest with him be transparent don't try to hide anything because he already knows everything um so just be open and honest with him and just talk to him and ask him for help if you need it so definitely pray reading the word of God being surrounded by like-minded people and just continuing to feed your soul and, and, and watch also what you watch, meaning, you know, Mm -hmm. watch, like Janice said, you know, preachings, of course, go to church. I know with the whole Corona, it's difficult right now, but even if you don't or can't go to church, you know, make sure that you are always watching preachings, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Christian YouTubers who are going to encourage you again, podcasts, you know, mm-hmm. that are always going to encourage you and just talk about real life. Yeah. So I think that's going to help a lot. And and just really quick, just to wrap it up again, because I said wrap it up like eight minutes ago. But <laughs> um, if you don't have any Christian friends right now, um, just God is your friend. Read the word. Yes. And, and pray mm-hmm. and pray to God and ask him to surround you with the right people. And he will in yes. time. But until then, just make God mm-hmm. your best friend and just be like, you know what? I just need the word of God. And that's yes. it. You know, and also on our Instagram, again, Thought and Light podcast with an S. Um, yeah. Uh, Bonnie does a good job because she's always on YouTube of putting up, you know, different preachers and, and people like that, like to watch on YouTube. So check it out. She has like, I don't know how many she got so far, like a million uh, YouTubers <laughs> that she loves on there. So there's plenty to choose from different styles, you know, there's, you know, everybody has a different preference. So yeah, I'm always looking up YouTubers. Yeah. That's my thing. You love YouTube. So <laughs> I do. So thank you again, everyone for making it this far. Yes, you made thank it you this so far. Much. We really appreciate it. And for our next op- episode, we're going to have, uh, you heard me, episode. For our next ep- <laughs> I can't. <laughs> for our next episode, we're going to have a special guest. Yes, a very God, special guest. I'm excited. You know? Yes. Um, so please check out for that. And um, we'll talk to you on our next podcast. Yes. Peace out, guys. God-